Hello? Testing? 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 From Anchor FM. Hello, and welcome to Serrated Edge. I'm Gavin Snyder. Today I'm going to be reading George's Marvelous Medicine by Roald Dahl. I'm going... Yeah. Um, from now on, since school has started, um, I'm going to be doing episodes every week. Uh, every weekend. Um, yeah, I know, it's slow, but it's gotta happen. Sorry. I got stuff to do too, guys. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Chapter something. Marvelous Medicine number two. They were in the kitchen now, and the big saucepan was on the stove. All the things Mr. Cranky had bought were lined up near the sink. Come along, my boy, cried Mr. Killy Cranky. Which one did you put in first? This one, George said. Golden gloss hair shampoo. He emptied the bottle into the pan. Now the toothpaste, George went on, and the shaving soap, and the face cream, and the nail varnish varnish. Keep at it, my boy, cried Mr. Cranky, dancing around the kitchen. Keep putting them in. Don't stop. Don't pause. Don't hesitate. It's a pleasure, my dear fellow, to watch you work. One by one, George poured and squeezed the things into the saucepan. With everything so close at hand, the whole job didn't take him more than ten minutes. But when it was all done, the saucepan didn't somehow seem to be quite as full as it had the first time. Now what did you do, cried Mr. Cranky. Did you stir it? I boiled it, George said, but not for long, and I stirred it as well. So Mr. Cranky lit the gas under the saucepan, and George stirred, and the mixture was the same with the same long wooden spoon he had used before. It's not brown enough, George said. Wait a minute, I know what I've forgotten. 
What? cried Mr. Cranky. Tell me quick. Because if we've forgotten even one tiny thing, then it won't work. At least not in the same way. A quart of brown gloss paint, George said. That's what I've forgotten. Mr. Kelly Cranky shot out of the house and into his car like a rocket. He sped down to the village and bought the paint and rushed back again. He opened the can in the kitchen and handed it to George. George poured the paint into the saucepan. Aha, that's better, George said. There's, That's more like the right color. It's boiling, cried Mr. Cranky. It's boiling and bubbling, George. Is it ready yet? It's ready, George said. At least I hope it is. Right, said Mr. Cranky, hopping about. Let's test it. Let's give some to a chicken. My heavens alive, why don't you calm down a bit, Mrs. Cranky said, coming into the kitchen. Calm down, cried Mr. Cranky. You expect you expect me to calm down? And here, here we are, mixing up the greatest medicine ever discovered in the history of the world. Come along, George, dip a cupful out of the saucepan and get a spoon and we've got some... And we'll give some to a chicken just to make absolutely certain we've got the correct mixture. Outside in the yard, there were several chickens that hadn't gotten any of George's marvelous medicine number one. They were pecking about in the dirt in that silly way chickens do. George crouched down, holding out a spoonful of marvelous medicine number two. Come on, chicken, he said. Good chicken. Chick, chick, chick. A white chicken with black specks over its feathers looked up at George. It walked over to the spoon and went peck. The effect that medicine number two had on this chicken was not quite the same as the effect produced by medicine number one, but it was very interesting. Whoosh! Shrieked the chick shrieked the chicken as it shot six feet up in the air and came down again. Then sparks came flying out of its beak, bright yellow sparks of fire, as though someone was sharpening a knife on a grindstone inside its tummy. Then its legs began to grow longer. Its body stayed the same size, but the two thin yellow legs got longer and longer and longer, and longer still. What's happening to it? cried Mr. Killy Cranky. Something's wrong, George said. The legs went on growing, and the more they grew, the higher up into the air went the chicken's body. When the legs were about 15 feet long, they stopped growing. The chicken looked perfectly absurd with its long legs and its ordinary little body perched high up on top. It was like a chicken on stilts. Oh, my sainted aunt! cried Mr. Kelly Cranky. We've got it wrong. This chicken's no good to anybody. It's all legs. No one, no one wants chicken's legs. I must have left something out, George said. I know you left something out, cried Mr. Cranky. Think, boy, think. What was it you left out? I've got it, said George. What was it? Quick. Flea powder for dogs, George said. You put, f you mean you put flea powder in the first one? Yes, Dad, I did. A whole carton of it. And that's the answer. Wait a minute, said George. Did we have brown shoe polish on our list? We did not, said Mr. Cranky. I used that too, said George. Well, no wonder it went wrong, said Mr. Cranky. He was already running to his car, and soon he was heading down to the village to buy more flea powder and shoe polish. Marvelous Medicine Number 3 Here it is, cried Mr. Killy Cranky, rushing into the kitchen. One carton of flea powder for dogs, and one tin of brown shoe polish. George poured the flea powder into the giant saucepan. Then he scooped the shoe polish out 
of its tin and added that as well. Stir it up, George, shouted Mr. Cranky. Give it another boil. We've got it this time. I'll bet we've got it. After the marvelous medicine number three had been boiled and stirred, George took a cupful of it out and into the yard to try it on another chicken. Mr. Cranky ran after him, flapping his arms and hoping and hopping with excitement. Come and watch this one, he called out to Mrs. Cranky. Come and watch us turning an ordinary chicken into a lovely great big one that lays eggs as large as, uh, eggs as, large as footballs. I hope you do better than the last time, said Mrs. Cranky, following them out. Come on, chicken, said George, holding out a spoonful of medicine number three. Good chicken, chick, 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 chick. Have some of this lovely medicine. A magnificent black cockerel looked at the spoon and went peck. Cock-a-doodle-doo, squawked the cockerel, shooting up in the air and coming down again. Watch him now, cried Mr. Cranky. Watch him grow. Any moment he's going to start getting bigger and bigger. Mr. Kelly Cranky, Mrs. Cranky, and little George stood in the yard staring at the black cockerel. The cockerel stood quite still. It looked as though it had a headache. What's happening to its neck, Miss, Mrs. Cranky said. It's getting longer, George said. I'll say it's getting longer, Mrs. Cranky said. Mr. Cranky, for, for once, said nothing. Last time it was the legs, Mr. Cranky said. Now it's the neck. He wants a chicken with a long neck. You can't eat a chicken's neck. It was an extraordinary sight. The cockerel's body hadn't grown at all, but the neck was now about six feet long. All right, George, Mr. Cranky said. What else have you forgotten? I don't know, George said. Oh, yes, you do, Mr. Cranky said. Come along, boy, think. There's probably just one vital thing missing, and, you're, and you've got to remember it. I put some engine oil from the garage, George said. Did you have any of that on your list? Eureka! cried Mr. Cranky. That's the answer. How much did you put in? Half a pint, George said. Mr. Cranky ran to the garage and found another half pint of oil. And some antifreeze, George said. George called after him. I sloshed in a bit of antifreeze. Chapter something else. Marvelous medicine number four. Back in the kitchen once again, George with Mr. Cranky watching him anxiously, tipped in half a pint of engine oil and some antifreeze into the giant saucepan. Boil it up again, cried Mr. Cranky. Boil it and stir it. George boiled it and stirred it. You've never, you'll never get it right, said Mr. Cranky. Don't forget you don't, you'll never get it right, said Mrs. Cranky. Don't forget you don't have to, don't forget, you don't just have to have the same things, but you've got to have exactly the same amount of those things. And how can you possibly do that? You'll keep out of this, cried Mr. Cranky. We're doing fine. We, we've got it this time. You see if we haven't. This was George's Marvelous Medicine number four, and when it had boiled for a couple of minutes, George once again carried a cupful of it out and into the yard. Mr. Cranky ran after him. Mrs. Cranky followed more slowly. You're going to have some mighty queer chickens around here if you go on like this. She said, Dish it out, George, cried Mr. Cranky. Give a spoonful to that one over there. He pointed to a brown hen. George knelt down and, had the, and held the spoon with the new medicine in it. Chick, chick, he said. 
try some of this. The brown head walked over and looked at the spoon. Then it went peck. Ouch, it said. Then a funny whistling noise came out of its beak. Watch it grow, shouted Mr. Cranky. Don't be too sure, said Mrs. Cranky. Why is it whistling like that? Keep quiet, woman, cried Mr. Cranky. Give it a chance. They stood there staring at the brown hen. It's getting smaller, George said. Look at it, Dad. It's shrinking. And indeed it was. In le- and indeed it was. In less than a minute, the hen had shrunk so much, it was no bigger than a new hatched chick. It looked ridiculous. That is the end of this chapter. We are going to um, read the next chapter, also today, but we can't have too long episodes, otherwise you people will stop listening. So, yeah. Bye. This episode was written and produced by Gavin Snyder. It was... If you'd like to support Serrated Edge, please subscribe wherever you listen. Make a poster, tell a friend with about us, anything you can think of. Bye. That's a major end of the